Conrad and Jack Show presents Monday Morning Papers. Please buy a paper from me so I can get me something to Clef John. Thank you. Man, he was getting it. Yeah, he really... I forgot the lyrics of this song. It's been too long. It has been a while. Ah, yeah, I think the last time I was here, I was in a park watching uh, some molesters wander around and try to pick up kids. Yeah, we were watching... Those uh, were us. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. We were watching Captain Sanders try to oh, pick yeah, up kids. Oh, yeah, we were watching that guy in that... Uh, wheel- Chasing people down on the wheelchair. Motorized wheelchair. So that freaked me out enough to take a month off. But uh, I'm back, everybody. Welcome to Monday Morning Papers. Um, today is Monday. We are actually broadcasting this on a Monday. I'm pretty sure it's June 3rd, 2019. So, uh, ding, ding. I'll double ding that. Uh, Casey's here as always for Monday morning papers. This sounds great. By the way, the one thing that's good is we'd spent a few hours yesterday rewiring the studio, tweaking, tweaking and tuning, doing some tweaking and tuning. I'm a little hot. Still not done. It's kind of better because typically I'm I'm usually very quiet, so... Yeah, I think we got your volume good. Uh, yeah, I sound clear. Yeah. I, hopefully it's not too loud. Clear and clear. Let us know. I'm always sounding queer. That's true. Um, Monday Morning Papers, if you've forgotten, because sometimes I do, it's where we'll go to msn.com, our favorite news source. You can also find things like Microsoft Outlook or Bing Search Engine. But also, you'll see a scrolling banner of news stories that's right there at the top of the page. And oftentimes, those are brought to you by your cookies, all the stuff you've been searching throughout the weeks or months and you haven't deleted your tracking. And they'll curate these news um, from different sites across the web and try to bring you a condensed version of what they think you might be interested in that you'll never click on. And we try to click on it for you and at least tell you what we've been searching. So um, we expound on those stories. I was going to say we we take what we want from them. And elaborate. And elaborate. A little bit. Um, Before we go to that, I did have one question for you as I... As I always do, it seems to happen, you know, you, you think that you and I, we sit by each other for eight hours or nine hours every day throughout the week, Monday through Friday, and you'd think that we've answered about everything there is to answer. But it There's still seems questions. on my way down here, every time something will happen, and I'll be like, oh, I need to bring this up. This is a question I have. So, you know, is there a, there's got to be a secret um, for opening a restaurant, and I think it, I think it it's not just particularly in the burgers, but burgers seem to have this appeal. Co- appeal or this type of genre of food, it seems to happen more with the burgers and the burger stands because there's a shithole that's right down the street from here called Jack's Coffee Shop. Yep. And 
the allure of it is the fact that it's a shithole. Yeah, it looks like a bait shop. It best looks, is best way to describe exactly. it. Exactly. It looks like a bait shop, Toby Keith's bait shop or there something. There you go. And it looks like a music video where Toby Keith is drinking out of a red Solo cup and, and throwing do- dog turds at a yeah. building, and people are eating the burgers oh, in loving there. loving it. And they love it. They love this dog shit burger That's my house. Bar. But it's weird to me how if you were to take a Guy Fieri burger connoisseur, right, and you were going to say, all right, rank the best burgers, they would he'd probably say there's these great hole in the walls down in Wichita, this Jack's Coffee Shop, or this Bomber Burger, or this... Um, there's another Buster's Burger, Burger, Broadway Burger. These are all the Uh high-rated burger places in town. Each one of them is a shithole. And I've been to all of them, I think, at least to this coffee shop one, and there's really nothing exceptional about the burger. The experience that you're eating it in somebody's shitty living room on a picnic table and getting dirty chips as your side, it's funny, but to... The fact that it can be ranked and be appreciated as a good one is always amazing to me because they don't do anything special with the meat. It's just ground beef mm-hmm. with salt and pepper on it, and maybe maybe they do onions, but then it's just mustard and ketchup. That's it, and it's the mustard, ketchup, onion part that actually tastes good because the rest is just burgers. I mean, they taste like every other burger. It's the grill. All the trick you find out is the grill, whether they clean it all the way or not. But, you- okay. So then that's one side of it. But then the other side of it is the gourmet burger where your place is like Red Robin oh, or I've been loving me some Red Robin lately. <laughs> that's true. Or your um the big when we went to Fat Burger in yeah. Vegas. People uh-huh. or in even in and out. And yeah. that's kind of they they wanna the name Classics. implies a hole in the wall being uh-huh. in and out, but it's really not. I mean yeah, it's I mean, upscale it's massive chain. It's a massive burger chain. And th- really in the middle, the people the Whataburgers and then McDonald's, it kind of starts as far as fast food chain. Whataburger, I'd say, is the top, Carl's Jr., and then moves down. McDonald's is just the mainstay, staple thing, but nobody says that's the best burger. No. It's just it's no, McDonald's. It's cheap. It's, it's quick. Con- it's convenient. Yeah. It's just That's all it is. And Burger King kind of falls off, and Wendy's falls off, Sonic, all that bullshit. But the ones that are most revered are actually the shittiest places, and then... If you go to the ones that are the gourmet ones, the Red Robins or the Fat Boys, when, once you eat them, what? there's no difference. I mean, to me, when I went and had a Red Robin burger, the only difference is that it tasted clean. Yeah. But it also tasted really generic. Yeah. And the fun part about it, I guess, would be that they brought it out with a, a habanero mango dip. You know, they have a crazy Ooh, yeah. sauce always. Uh-huh. That That's their catch. That's their trick. That and being a huge facility with weird, crazy lights going on and crazy drinks. But they can spend a billion dollars doing it that way in order to ultimately probably make, I mean, they have hundreds and thousands of, I don't know how many chains they have, but to make a certain amount of money at each chain. Or you can just be this place that was paid for when they bought it. I mean, they bought it for 300 bucks. But I'm guessing still that the, that the Red Robin's got to be making, making a few more bucks. Probably. Even per capita, per person. But going down in the history books of burger lure, allure, whatever yeah. that would be, lure. wouldn't the... You said bait shop, so yeah, lure. Bait shop, it would be lure. Lure. Wouldn't this Jack's Coffee Shop, to people who have had both, would say, you know, that place is awesome. But that's, and it's so weird. That's the difference in also, like, some of these big-time food trucks that could go big-time, but their allure, as you would say, it is about... You know, their atmosphere, 
Jack's Burger is good because of the atmosphere you're eating, even though it's not. It's a strange atmosphere, but it's because you can get a good burger at a bait shop. That's unique. Okay, but what I think that what my question is, if because my mom even says that I don't, you know, obviously I don't mm-hmm. eat them, but my right. mom says, man, you ever go? I know you don't, but Jack's has an awesome burger. But she calls them boogers, hamburgers. Yeah, it's an awesome booger. But <laughs> my thing with Jack's is I've had it and it's fine. I mean, it's ta- it's as but if to I, somebody it's it's as if I cooked because they're comparing it to the McDonald's, and of course it's better because it's not the pink sludge. But I mean, I have people telling me. I mean, the Applebee's burger, best fucking burger in the world. Here's a little secret, bud. Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or here's a secret. I went down to El Monterey. Dude, tell them to cook have... it. Tell them to flip it when they cook it. Best burger ever. I mean, the best part about Jack's is that you could be eating and somebody could walk in with a hatchet wound, bloody, and they'd sit down and eat next to you. Because yes. you're at the same picnic table. Yep. And there could be somebody laying on the floor saying a prayer. And everything goes at Jack's. Coffee, coffee house shop. or whatever it's called. It's the weirdest thing. It's coffee shop. It's Jack's coffee shop that serves burgers and chips. Only certain times. Yeah, the weirdest hours ever. Um, may, okay, here's my question though. Do you? Because I've thought, and you know, and I, I think everybody knows that the ultimate goal for me is to figure out a way to to own a place that is kind of all encompassing. I'm a song and dance man. Mm-hmm. You would. I like cooking food for people. I like a modern Shonies. <laughs> I've been described that. I have been described as a modern Shonies, as just as a personality. That's true. Um, I'm more saying, when thinking, like you sit back and you say, if I could open up a restaurant or if I could open up a place that was a restaurant but also did something else, what is the perfect combination? And part of you, when you go to a place like Red Robin, you think, "This is this what you got to do? Do you have to have all the fun and games and this family environment and this really um, modern upscale decor, you know? Or is it better to go old school sludge style, sludge fuck it, and you sludge fuck those burgers to people? And as long as it's something catchy, like you have a gigantic fish bowl full of or fish tank full of potato chips that are just soggy on the bottom and people think it's funny because yeah, they, they say, eat them all the time yeah they say man the ones on the bottom hopefully don't get there when they're just soggy and it's like that sounds awful but i guess it's why people think it's fun because yeah. they got there and the fish tank was full lucky day i don't i don't understand but it's same price it's you, you go to jack's you're gonna spend 40 bucks on a family burger pack you yep. go to red robin same you're never gonna get out of there just like you think that if you go Three of us went to Red Robin the other day, $53. Of course, yes. <laughs> Two people didn't eat. I, yeah. mean, I don't know how. Now, Y'all had waters. The next time you went, it was everybody 12. ate, and it was 12. I don't get the fucking math. but There is none. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Same thing happens here. So money's really not the object. So what I, I got to think, what I really think, and I think it's been happening, and you've been seeing it, but it's almost as if it's happening in front of us. It's getting laid out. You know how people say, I didn't plan on getting into, like Adam Carroll, I didn't plan on getting into podcasting. This thing didn't even exist. Yeah. You didn't know what it was 10 years ago at all. It didn't exist. So for me to say, in seven years, I'll be making a living doing a podcast, you would never think that was even a thing. So sometimes, even though you're not looking for what you're going to be, but you are actively just working and knowing that you need something more or your goal isn't complete, you don't even know what your goal is. I think it's happening in front of me because this past week in the store, there's this guy that's from near where my hometown is, and he came in every day, multiple times a day for 
for a part for a golf cart. One, it's not even his golf cart. Two, he has zero idea how to work on it. Yep. And so we just come in and be like, I think I need this. Is this what I need? And me and you are like, we have no idea, but we'll sell it to Here you. Here you go. Yeah. And it's electric. You can't return it. It's great yep. for us. And Thanks. we'll gladly do this. And he kept coming in. Yeah. And he kept, I need a micro switch for the accelerator. I need a solenoid. I need a diode. I need a, and he lives 40 miles away. And he just kept driving in. One at a time. One at a time. And eventually it got to the point where he was going to come in and buy a controller and then come in and buy batteries. He's built a whole new cart yeah. basically. But each time he's coming in, him and I are getting closer and closer because I'm like, ah, you're back again. What now? Did it work? No, it didn't work. And so even though I hate, re- like, Casey's a lot better at um, getting to know people. I mean, we'll talk a little bit more later about a guy today we know a lot about. But um, this guy, I was starting to be like, so what? what's going on? Eventually, I felt obligated. I've sold him $8,000 uh-huh. in parts. I felt obligated that I should ask him what's going on or what he does. And... He's like, well, the funny thing is, I own the. It was weird how it happened. He said, I own the bowling alley in Newton. I had just been there like two weeks for Jonah's birthday party thing, and I said, yeah, I know. And I didn't really know until he said it. But then all the faces and all my synapses in my head clicked, and I was like, oh shit, I, I do know that you own this. That's awesome. Cool. I was just there, and so now he felt like him and I had this connection. So the next time we were. He'd come to the counter for another thousand dollars worth of parts the same day. Later in the day, though, I was like, "By the way, not for nothing." Did that? Does that make money? Because I'd been there, and there's not that many people there. But, Some traffic, but not. And he's like, "Well, I got it shut down right now during the summer because it's too hot. I only open on weekends." Which, like, that's weird. But I was like, "All right, but does it make money?" He's like, "Well, put four kids through college." Now, you have to work it. You have to be there. It's I can't, a family-run business. I can't that. hire somebody to be there in order to make money i have to run it but that guy it's like that's the only thing i've ever done in fact i've just spent money to run things that weren't successful well and yeah like us coming from what we both came from owner operator mower guys yes we never had ambitions of being the guy sitting there even if we were we'd still be working yeah and then you you've seen the big companies i have and you realize they're not making much more money than we were no no that's the thing. Once you have to get to a certain extreme. Well, that's like what we're talking about with the Red Rob. You, in order to have that kind of atmosphere and that kind of money, you have to have a million of these restaurants because the only way you're going to turn a profit because each store isn't going to make that much profit. So anyways, my thing was, is this a sign that this guy who's never been into our store all of a sudden starts showing up multiple times a day? And then in the end, we find out that not only does he own a bowling alley that he's trying to get rid of, this bowling alley could be exactly what I'm talking about with this Jack's Coffee. It's the Burger a, Bowl. This bowling alley is in the middle of a truck stop. I mean, they basically, it's kind of like, you know how um, Walmarts will have that weird gas station that's in the middle of the parking lot? Uh-huh. That's what this bowling alley is. There's gas pumps from a place that is not even affiliated with all around it in a tiny little lot for this weird weird oddly colored oddly shaped bowling alley and inside they got a grill they got all this stuff we can cook all our fun foods and have our crazy weird jack's coffee shop shitty burgers i mean but they're gigantic and yeah. they're you know they're covered in lobster meat on wednesdays for some reason we don't get it but it's Just funny. lobster juice <laughs> lobster juice burgers on wednesdays it's a really goofy thing they do whatever catchy thing that we do we can do it there by the way bud we put the show there. We do live shows there. We could do all this stuff and just run a fucking yeah. bowling alley. Rent it out. How great would it be? So if, what are we doing here still? 
I don't know. I have been staying up I, at night. Wondering. I purposely stayed out of that the other day watching you because I knew I figured it would Everything be. Everything in my head was turning. Like I know you were, dude. How how I, much I did? I looked this? at you and I said, "So we're getting a bowling alley," and that was kind of where I left it. You know that moment in the movie we bought a zoo. Yes. Every, where well, which moment? <laughs> I remember every moment, but where Matt Damon, you know, he doesn't want a zoo. No, but. They're wandering around, and these are these animals. So this the, isn't the Kevin James. Uh, all, <laughs> no, that's Zookeeper. Okay. Similar moment, though. Okay. <laughs> where uh, Matt Damon's wandering around with his daughter, and they see, like, a, a sick lemur or something, you know, laying there. And, and Matt Damon's kicking it because it, well, he doesn't duh. like animals. No. <laughs> get, get this dirty get mongoose yes. off, the, off the floor here. But the daughter reaches That's so cute. And he sees the kid with it. Moments. You Dude, seen your kid bowling this weekend. and When that guy told me he's got a bowling alley. I felt like Matt Damon's daughter right there. Because, one, I felt like he's kind of like my dad right now. Well, so, I mean, right now he's kind of... He comes in every... I think he's wanting to connect with You have with a better me. relationship with him. Yeah, that's very much so true. So, <laughs> this guy and I are very... If, as a father-son duo... Pretty close. We're very close. And I don't... He didn't outright say, here's the deal, you want to buy it. But I think the invitation was kind of there. I felt it. I thought he almost gave you the invitation to like run it with him and maybe just take it over. Dude, there was a jolt of electricity. It was obvious in in the store. No, it was storming outside and the power went out. There was out, a but... literal and figurative jolt of electricity <laughs> that was happening the moment he said, I've been looking to get out of it, but... I've only seen you get three boners in the time that I know you and watched them happen. Yeah. And that was the third one. I watched it roll up the side of your right side of your leg and then just flip around up top to the, to the. It's got everything, dude, because the great thing about the bowling alley is one, everybody that comes in there is coming in there to have a fucking great time. No matter what, because yeah, it, you can't it, not you can't go to a bowling Except alley. Except for Andy. Andy's coming in there for business. That's fine. And we got to have a serious lane. Yeah. I get you love it. business. You got business lanes. Yeah. But you're still. Andy, when that's over, the relief he feels after bowling a per another perfect game. Another. I, to be a part of that as an owner, that's something I feel like we'll put that 300 right there on well, you're Andy's be, plaque. Well, that, and you're going to be in every picture with whoever gets their 300 score. Oh, yes. You're going like, to be hugging them. Of course. And that's the great thing about you think that people that catch gigantic fish are the only people that get to hang their pictures on the wall. Nope. Uh-uh. You forget about bowlers. Yep. Bowlers will have pictures all over their fucking walls. For That's, no reason. No, zero reason. Bowl the 160. <laughs> Holding a bowling ball. It's the <laughs> best picture ever. So, dude, it got everything. You got these TVs that are hanging above the lanes where you get to play music I, videos, dude. I love you. Real Hanson, quick. Umba, I'm glad I'm not play. your... If I was your investor or your uh, like business manager, yes, I would be thrown for a loop because I just got... Everything I've ever done in my life has zero to do with bowling. Well, that and I just got the food truck for tacos you wanted done after i got done doing the the <laughs> serve yourself restaurant and i mean we're we're on the oh as far as ideas yeah yeah i know but that's the problem all of those great ideas i've had the hunting jacket come into this one they all can happen here. here that's because the hunting jacket is, could happen there yes dude I, I so many ideas started swirling in my head about what we could do at this place where i was thinking they got this big nook where Right now, they just have this big, long table, much like this one that goes back there where they'll do, like, the, the birthday parties. Uh -huh. Dude, you blow out that table. You put one of those gigantic, um, you know, the projector dance, dance revolution. Yeah, yep. projector things. We put a bunch of Xboxes hooked up to there. We have the first 
Madden tournament. I mean, there's none of that shit that goes locally where you can have one of those projectors that end up splitting into four different screens uh-huh. and you can have however many, 16 people or 12 people playing at a time, however many. That'd be awesome. You charge people 25 bucks as an entry and then there's a $250 prize for the winner, which, by, you know, if you get 50 people, you're going to be making good money selling beer and pizza the whole time. Are you kidding? And then we got bowling going on, which if you go to play Madden and you lose in the first round, you're going to bowl. And we also have virtual bowling. If you don't want to actually bowl, we'll have like yes, the weird one that you played in Vegas uh-huh. when, at four in the morning. Yeah, yeah, we'll have that one. It's everything I've when I wanted to make a gigantic burrito and like who can I sell this thirty pound burrito to? Nobody. You can't just open a store to sell a thirty pound burrito. But if you have a place already and you have thirty pound burrito night, yes, you can family do family burritos. Family burritos. Is that a thing? A six foot family burrito? A thirty foot? Is sorry. It? Is it? Yes, of course it is. It's happening. It's got to happen. It has to. And unfortunately, I, I can't go in with you because he well, is and stipulated a hundred cars, and you <laughs> well that you have to own it yourself, and I can't work for you. Or we have to that cut was your family a, or out. you have to be my family or something. We have well, to get married. Be, well, that's pretty much already happening. That's true. I don't know how what we his, have sex more than. I need to talk to him like seriously. We need to have a sit down. And I'm not going to bring it up to, we don't have to. It's not in our contract. I don't know what contract you signed when we signed where we work at now. But we're selling parts out of that. Well, yeah. We're yeah, going to be it's... a parts dealer, too, out of the bowling alley in yeah, the back. flipping golf carts. We hire Scott and just to be on the phone. And Terry. And He'll Terry come. to sell parts and flip golf carts outside in the parking lot. Yeah. Or on the roof. I don't know. To the guys filling up with gas. Bowling and golf cart emporium? Yes, of course. And pizza. 30 foot and burritos. burritos. <laughs> got everything. And more. This place has everything. Can we just call it Scrubs and Beyond? <laughs> of course. It's a perfect name. That's probably what they're doing. I don't know. I was just so excited. I mean, when that guy brought it up and then seeing the Jacksons, like, man, how do they make it? Then it's like, it all started clicking. Of course, dude. There's a shitty bowling alley waiting for me to run right now. And it's it's a proven winner if you're willing to work it, which, by the way, is all I do anyways. If I'm working 10 minutes closer to home at a place that my family would actually want to be, I get it. You don't want to drink your own profit. That's going to be the tough part. Yeah, your wife's going to put you on debt. Oh. <laughs> my wife's going to ruin me. She's going to be there bowling for free. That's all she'll do. drinking and... <laughs> it's a family business. I got to be here. Get the fuck. Yeah, she'll have to stay at her job. It's just going to be me. Well, yeah, you got to make money. Dude, I get to... You turn it... I'm basically Cheers, man. I'm basically the guy Cheers. I'm Woody Allen. I have, is he the guy that worked by the You're bar? Ted. Ted Danson? Mm-hmm. Fine, I'm Ted Danson. I'll, I'm Becker. I'll take it. Yeah, you're Becker. I'm going to be, what's her name? Dude. Oh, Christy Alley? No, the first one, the blonde one that nobody liked. <laughs> I forget her name, but I know what you're talking. I've only Sam. seen the first three episodes. Okay. So I know which one you're, the one that Ted Danson tried to I don't Danson know if her name's Diane, bang. maybe? He's Diane, yeah. I don't know. Diane Strange. Yeah, Strange. I think that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> anyway, great show. I mean, if you've ever seen Cheers. But, Norm. dude, if you wandered in, you know, it's it's 8.30 a.m., and you are you haven't committed fully to my bowling alley yet, but you know I did. I pulled the trigger. I bought it. I'm here now. You come Have you already in. bought it, maybe? Yeah, I've already bought it. Okay. You've come popping in to the Conrad's Lanes. To get and, gas. Yeah, to get gas. And you say, I'll see what he's doing in there. <laughs> and you walk in, and Oombop's playing, and I'm just scrubbing counters, because I have my freaking apron on and that one weird towel you put over your shoulder that you never... I'm going full cheers to the oh, wardrobe. Yeah. Well, duh. Slacks, Birkenstocks, button-up shirt, rolled-up sleeves, apron, 
folded halfway down. Summertime, Jonah's back there cooking burgers. Yes. Bob's burgers. I'm turning into Bob. I'm everybody. I'm everybody I want. Man. It's a dream. Like when people if say. If we just offer a delivery service out of this, you've got your world complete. We'll even do partial oh, delivery. Yeah. We you have ship shift to our house. We'll take or to our place. We'll <laughs> ship it wherever you want. We become a notary. We do yeah. all that weird stuff that places do. <laughs> Outlet mall. Yeah, DMV driver's ed. Oh my god! It's Has got Scott an, teaching it's driver's got ed. An office. I mean, it's got an office. We can do all that out of the office. We just put a different sign up. <laughs> Let's do it. We're buying a bowling alley. Why are why, why haven't we? My dreams. Now it's like right now all all it feels like you do is say just put your head down and just keep doing it just grind away grind and save what you can and hope that nothing goes bad and when it does pay for it put your head down work even harder keep moving forward keep putting it away it'll all work out but why do it in something that is so back breaking at times or so frustrating at times not that this wouldn't be in its own way but this is your and by the way but if it doesn't work out, bowling alleys only go up in value. Oh, duh. No, I've never seen one <laughs> depreciate. There's never been a time no. when a bowling alley, when you bought it for 100000 hasn't been more 10% more than At next least. year. Well, and my whole thing is, as all these other sports or because of technology start to go away, I go see, you know, bowling is, it stays it cannot be completely there's emulated. something so true about it yeah there's a there's a truth to bowling. this guy over in the corner shows me the passion that bowlers have oh and, and they need a place where they can go and be comfortable be themselves yes have clean balls oiled lanes you keep it og when it comes to the bowling part of it you keep it authentic oh you yeah. don't fuck around you don't turn it into the that weird golf place that we went to what uh top golf no we don't need we don't i don't mind investing in a top golf style thing I think it's a great idea to make money. If we turn, we talked about that one time yeah. where we were going to turn in one of these places into a weird, kitschy kind of place that did weird shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, we can invest in that. But at a bowling alley, you got to have your original one. You keep it OG. You keep it true, and that's what bowling is. We may have to update it a little. I've been to core, that one. I mean, well, if you've been to one. They're in, in, the, in the 60s or you, 80s. You've been to this one. You've been to it. It's, Seneca Bowl. Yeah. I think you can still smoke at this one. I don't Sick. know how. Sick. It's awesome. It still smells like It's a like club. Smoke. Well, you could call it a club, and then you could smoke in it, and then... I've thought about that, too. But th my thing is, then you lose out on a oh, lot of the mom. wasters, because mm. the wasters are the the families that come in to throw a birthday party. Those they're are the, the wasters. They're the best ones. Money makers. The, yeah, they're the wasters. There's the ones that are come in and say, but yeah, we don't get do, three pizzas. League night, we don't do parties, though. Boom. League night, smoking, go, you can be part of that. What if league, we do a weird league thing where it's, you know, it's weird, not Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. is league only, and you got to be part of the league club, and once you're part of the club, yeah, smoking, because you that need a we, membership. We close off three lanes, glass that in, you have smoking lanes. I love it. And it would be the most popular. We'd have to expand. We're buying that truck stop. Just keep buying. That's the thing we've never oh. really understood. You keep buying. That's what we got to do. We never have done it. No, we stop. We, we always stop. We save. We, we save. sell. Let's sell. Let's sell for somebody else. Let's let's try to make money. Let's take what we got and just make money out of it. Let's do that. No. Let's buy and hold on to it till it comes. Yeah. Buy it. It's already money, bud. You're just buying money. Yes. <laughs> buy. You're buying more money for less money if you do it right. I love it. I. 
I know that we're joking, kind of, but I'm really not. Also, we can rent the lift out of there. Finally, a place we can rent our lift. Our drywall lift? Yeah, our drywall ceiling (laughs) lift. We've been looking for a warehouse this whole time. It's It's been right there. It's got it. It was rolling in front of us this whole time. Dude, with everything, man, the merch. Well, I think maybe that was the whole Vegas trip this year because it was so centered around the bowling. Mm -hmm. Maybe that was the precursor. And that was just your, I mean, you seen how they, if we own that bowling alley, we'd be doing pretty good. I think that. Can we call it Gold Coast? Well, there's an idea too with the legalization of not only like recreational drugs that's bound to happen. Bowling's only going to get more popular, especially cosmic bowling. Stoners love cosmic bowling. Yeah, man. Then you, you add that to. The, basically the fallen because once that happens and and once abortion and stuff becomes i guess that's actually going the other way yeah, that's, that's not going. a good example right now the fallen morals of the country once we decide that you know we're going to start throwing our trash into the rivers again and start smoking drugs decide <laughs> i thought we were doing these the whole time yeah we were but now it's legal or whatever okay. we, we get all the morals to go away we get gambling everywhere it's already legal in kansas we we scratched we scratched that itch well you're indian so we put the I will get an Indian partner. That's exactly right. And then we get this land dedicated to Indian ground. I put a casino in my bowling alley. If I put two slot machines in there, I will never have to. I'll be there working, but I'll never have to worry about money. I'm Forrest Gump this whole situation. You're just. I I Lieutenant Dan it. Eventually, yeah, you just have 40 or 50 slots. Yes, and I'm just wandering around there. Still like like Norm, or not Norm, Ted Danson. The old guy. You can be the old one. The old mailman guy? He was on an early series. He was before Woody. Not Coach, the old guy from Coach? No, the old guy from Cheers. I think they called him Coach. Was he the one that wore the mailman outfit? No, those that those that's are Norm. I, that's well, Norm and no Norm. I, I know nothing about Cheers. Norm's not the one that wore it. It was I can't think of the guy's name. Cliff. Oh yeah, Cliff. I would pro- I'd Coach probably. Coach was on the original before Woody. He was the old man that was the bar back back there, and he. Wore the apron, the white T-shirt, and he always had the rag, just like you're talking yes, about. That would be me. Yeah. I would be that guy. I love it. And maybe you guys saw on the Conrad and Jack Show's Facebook page that Tony Soprano's house went up <sighs> for sale. They're asking three point four million. I don't see how, by owning a bowling alley for at least a year or two, that's not my future house. I mean, I'll buy it, bed and breakfast it till I need to move out there. But I'm thinking about buying that too. I'm just gonna go talk to the bank about lumping this kind of stuff together. And getting my Tony Soprano house and my my cosmic bowling lanes. Well, open. you might as well just get one loan. That's you don't what I'm want saying. Multiple. Lump it together for interest reasons, and then I'll turn my Tony Soprano house obviously into. Uh, you're telling me that if you're going to Jersey, you're not going to go stay at the Airbnb Tony Sopranos. Every freaking broham in you know every guy that was watching not only Sopranos but that one with um, Turtle, whatever that Entourage, all those Entourage bros aren't going to go stay at Tony Soprano's pad when they go up to Atlantic City. Of course they're going to stay there if it's an option. So 3.4 million, I think I can get down to for both. But it's a lot of that's a big loan. Sure. But, but then you also have the Soprano's house to use when you're not using it for hunting jacket or, you know, renting it out, uh, yeah. filming our show. We need a location for, you know. But then that's going to be if you're if you're running the bowling alley. Yeah. You know, of course, you're. 
maybe it gets hot, you only open, you know, you take a couple days off, like Mondays, you know, like right salons and like uh, Japanese motorcycle dealers, they're never open on Mondays. Right. So yeah. You're not open Mondays, you know. Yeah, that makes I'll be open, at, just open at night. I mean, there'll be bowls during the day. Well, except on weekends. Yeah, of course, all weekends. Yeah, long you're 24 hours on the weekends. Have to be. But at night, I mean, during the week, sleep in, you know, or maybe not. Maybe just get out selling. I mean, you're selling your place. Go to do radio shows. Go to radio stations and say, hey, I'm offering free bowling. Can I come on and talk about it? Yeah. Start pumping it up. I would have you on my show. If you were It'd on to talk about so free awesome, bowling. It'd be so awesome, dude. I'm going to come on. I'm gonna, what are you going to do? I'm going to talk about a 30-foot burrito. I mean, what else can we talk about? <laughs> How long do you have? Yes. If I'm on patent butt fuck in the morning here in Wichita and, <laughs> hey, we got a guy coming in today talking about his bowling alley. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Here's what I want to say. I got a 30-foot burrito that needs to be eaten. See you guys there. I don't know how, how much does bowling cost. Nobody knows. I mean, that's a stupid it's question. All fake. Pat. That doesn't matter. Thanks, Pat. Good question. Nobody's ever known that answer. There's never a time somebody's come to you and say, "How much is bowling?" Fuck, I don't know. You go there and they don't tell you. They're it's just like, like golf. What size shoes are you? And you fucking. I do need a Japanese lady. I was how you shoe. Well, you'll just be it. I mean, <laughs> you'll be, be John. You'll have to. Hero. Be, Hero. Yeah, I'd have to. Where's do your that. shoe? I get one of those intercom. Size shoe. Or you like page yourself? Oh, <laughs> uh, I need somebody to the front counter. Yeah, do something like that. I don't know. It's. It's a joke. I just want to see Jonah like a year from now, like you're paging for help, and he comes walking out of the back dressed just like you with the apron on, the white shirt, and he's what do you got, business. Dad? <laughs> Family business, man. What's my shoes? Hold on, let me help catch up. It's just a couple dudes listening to Hanson running a freaking bowling alley. Dreams do come true, maybe. I got to find out how much this cost. It can't. It he can't was be. trying to sell it to you. I will live there. I mean, I will sell my. It can't be more than my house. We're similar. It's got to be similar. I mean, it's commercial property. I know that brings something. That's true. That's but the thing. Outskirts, you know. Yeah. It's not prime real estate, obviously. I mean, if you, it's desolate. You might be able to do a rent to own with the guy. He wants to keep making a couple bucks off of it. Dude, you become, you know how people become what they, what they work? You know, at, that's who they're known as. Like, yeah. even as us now. Oh, either Ridiculous. those are the parts guys or those are the. Mowing guys, that guy, oh, he's the mowing guy. He's been doing it his whole life. I turn in, that's the bowling guy. That's the freaking bowling guy right there. That's that guy that does that weird bowling thing. That's the 30-foot burrito bowling guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the 30-foot burrito podcast bowling guy. I don't know. I don't know how he makes money. But every time I go there, oh, wait, we got we got storage disc. That's okay. It's fine. Almost. Almost full. Storage disc is almost full. I don't know what that means. Uh, it means basically that I'll have to delete some stuff off there before we render it i guess it's pretty empty i'm kind of surprised that that's, that's weird. the case because there's not very... very much on there yeah that's scary that or i've been storing all the wrong stuff and doing all the wrong things it's possible um no that's kind of concerning but um that's yeah, okay that's i mean that's we'll part just of keep it recording. we'll just keep going i mean we're live on facebook still it's still going we're on uh oh, got yeah, chris we, watching we on worry about i mean well, not, just like everything me. Well, yeah, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> I mean, Chris is watching on Twitch. He's loving. He said, "Did I see King Cobra on Twitch?" Yeah. So I'm he's... up on Twitch right now. By the way, uh, that is one thing we were trying to do here. We wanted to, to before Wednesday because last week we did first time ever on the Conrad and Jack show. We went live not only on Facebook like per usual, but we also kicked on the camera to four separate locations: Twitch, YouTube, um, <clears throat> Periscope. And maybe that's it. And Facebook. So four yeah. locations total. 
We'd never done that before, and we set it up 15 minutes before Twitch, the show. Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, and then you had us on Mixler. You had us on, yeah, and then that's the 40 the places you can download us. Right, and- so we were everywhere, and we didn't have time really pre-show to set that up. I kind of made the decision that morning that I was going to do it, and I just figured well, out. Well, I was off dealing yeah. with the flooded basement, and I was getting texts from It's the worst day you. ever to do it. Yeah, I know, but that's, that's, how, that's how, do- how I do stuff. That's how the like studio started. how I buy a bowling alley. It's got, you, you just, just do, do what it. you're feeling. Yeah, but I follow through usually. That's what I'm saying. Do what yeah. you're feeling because it's worked out so far. They're just laughing at you. And now the Conrad and Jack Show presents Monday Morning Papers. Please buy a paper from me so I can get me something to I forgot the lyrics of the song. It's been too long. It has been a while. Ah, yeah, I think the last time I was here, I was in a park watching uh, some molesters wander around and try to pick up kids. Yeah, we were watching. Those were uh, us. Uh, yeah, no, no. We were watching <laughs> Captain Sanders try oh, to pick yeah, up kids. Oh, yeah, we were watching kids. that guy in that uh, wheel- Chasing people down on the wheelchair. Motorized wheelchair. So that freaked me out enough to take a month off. But uh, I'm back, everybody. Welcome to Monday Morning Papers. Um, today is Monday. We are actually broadcasting this on a Monday. I'm pretty sure it's June 3rd, 2019. So, uh, ding, ding. I'll double ding that. Uh, Casey's here as always for Monday morning papers. This sounds great. By the way, the one thing that's good is we spent a few hours yesterday rewiring the studio, tweaking, tweaking and tuning, doing some tweaking and tuning. I'm a little hot. Still not done. It's kind of better because typically I'm I'm usually very quiet, so... Yeah, I think we got your volume good. Uh, yeah, I sound clear. Yeah. I, hopefully it's not too loud. Clear and clear. Let us know. I'm always sounding queer. That's true. Um, Monday Morning Papers, if you've forgotten, because sometimes I do, it's where we'll go to msn.com, our favorite news source. You can also find things like Microsoft Outlook or Bing Search Engine. But also, you'll see a scrolling banner of news stories that's right there at the top of the page. And oftentimes, those are brought to you by your cookies, all the stuff you've been searching throughout the weeks or months and you haven't deleted your tracking. And they'll curate these news um, from different sites across the web and try to bring you a condensed version of what they think you might be interested in that you'll never click on. And we try to click on it for you and at least tell you what we've been searching. So um, we expound on those stories. I was going to say we... We take what we want from them. And elaborate. And elaborate. A little bit. Um, before we go to that, I did have one question for you, as I as I always do. It seems to happen, you know, you, you think that you and I, we sit by each other, 
for eight hours or nine hours every day throughout the week, Monday through Friday. And you'd think that we've answered about everything there is to answer. But it still seems on my way down here, every time something will happen. And I'd be like, oh, I need to bring this up. This is a question I have. So, you know, is there a, there's got to be a secret um, for opening a restaurant. And I think it, I think it, it's not just particularly in the burgers, but burgers seem to have this appeal, appeal, or this type of genre of food. It seems to happen more with the burgers and the burger stands because there's a shithole that's right down the street from here called Jack's Coffee Shop. Yep. And the allure of it is the fact that it's a shithole. Yeah, it looks like a bait shop. It best looks, is best way to describe exactly. it. Exactly. It looks like a bait shop, Toby Keith's bait shop or there something. There you go. And it looks like a music video where Toby Keith is drinking out of a red Solo cup and, and throwing do- dog turds at a yeah. building. And people are eating the burgers oh, in loving there. loving it. And they love it. They love this dog shit that's burger my house. Bar. But it's weird to me how if you were to take a Guy Fieri burger connoisseur, right, and you were going to say, all right, rank the best burgers. They would, he'd probably say, there's these great hole in the walls down in Wichita, this Jack's Coffee Shop, or this Bomber Burger, or this, um, there's another Broadway Buster's Burger, burger yeah. Broadway Burger. These are all the high rated uh-huh. burger places in town. Each one of them is a shithole. And I've been to all of them, I think, at least to this coffee shop one, and there's really nothing exceptional about the burger. The experience that you're eating it in somebody's shitty living room yeah. on a picnic table. And getting dirty chips as your side, it's funny, but the the fact that it can be ranked and be appreciated as a good one is always amazing to me because they don't do anything special with the meat. It's just ground beef mm-hmm. with salt and pepper on it, and maybe maybe they do onions, but then it's just mustard and ketchup. That's it, and it's the mustard, ketchup, onion part that actually tastes good because the rest is just burgers. I mean, it, they taste like every other burger. It's the grill. All the trick you find out is... The grill, whether they clean it all the way or not. But, okay, so then that's one side of it. But then the other side of it is the gourmet burger, where your place is like Red Robin oh, or... I've been loving me some Red Robin lately. <laughs> that's true. Or your... Um, the big, when we went to Fat Burger in yeah. Vegas, people uh-huh. or in even in and out And yeah. that's kind of... They, they want to... The name Classics. implies a hole in the wall being uh-huh. in and out but it's really not. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, upscale. It's massive chain. It's a massive burger chain. And really in the middle, the people, the Whataburgers and then McDonald's, it kind of starts as far as fast food chain. Whataburger, I'd say, is the top, Carl's Jr., and then moves down. McDonald's is just the mainstay, staple thing, but nobody says that's the best burger. No. It's just it's no, McDonald's. It's cheap. It's, it's quick. Con- it's convenient. Yeah. It's just That's all it is. And Burger King kind of falls off, and Wendy's falls off, Sonic, all that bullshit. But the ones that are most revered are actually the shittiest places. And then if you go to the ones that are the gourmet ones, the Red Robins or the Fat Boys, when, once you eat them, what? there's no difference. I mean, to me, when I went and had a Red Robin burger, the only difference is that it tasted clean. Yeah. But it also tasted really generic. Yeah. And the fun part about it, I guess, would be that they brought it out with a, a habanero mango dip. You know, they have a crazy Ooh, yeah. sauce always. Uh-huh. That, that's their catch. That's their trick. That and being a huge facility with weird, crazy lights going on and crazy drinks. But they can spend a billion dollars doing it that way in order to ultimately probably make, I mean, they have hundreds and thousands of, I don't know how many chains they have, but to make a certain amount of money at each chain, 
or you can just be this place that was paid for when they bought it. I mean, they bought it for 300 bucks. But I'm guessing still that the, that the Red Robin's got to be making, making a few more bucks. Probably. Even per capita, per person. But going down in the history books of Burger Lure, a lure, whatever yeah. that would be, lure. wouldn't the... You said bait shop, so uh, yeah, lure. Bait shop, it would be lure. Lure. Wouldn't this Jack's Coffee Shop, two people who have had both, would say, you know, that place is awesome. But that's, it's so weird. That's the difference and also like some of these big time food trucks that could go big time but their allure or you would say it is about you know their atmosphere jack's burger is good because of the atmosphere you're eating even though it's not it's a strange atmosphere but it's because you can get a good burger at a bait shop that's unique okay but what i think that what my question is if because my mom even says that i don't obviously i don't eat them but my mom says man you ever go i know you don't but that jack's has an awesome burger but she calls them boogers, hamburgers. Yeah, it's an awesome booger. But <laughs> my thing with Jack's is I've had it and it's fine. I mean, it's it's as but if to I, somebody it's it's as if I cooked because they're comparing it to the McDonald's, and of course it's better because it's not the pink sludge. But I mean, I have people telling me, I mean, the Applebee's burger, best fucking burger in the world. Here's a little secret, bud. Chili's. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Or here's a secret. I went down to El Monterey, dude. Tell them to cook have... it. Tell them to flip it when they cook it. Best burger ever. I mean, the best part about Jack's is that you could be eating and somebody could walk in with a hatchet wound, bloody, and they'd sit down and eat next to you because yes. you're at the same picnic table. Yep. And there could be somebody laying on the floor saying a prayer, and everything goes at Jack's coffee, coffee house shop. or whatever it's called. It's the weirdest thing. It's coffee shop. It's Jack's coffee shop that serves burgers and chips. Only certain times. Yeah, the weirdest hours ever. Um, okay, here's my question, though. Do you, because I've thought, and you know, and I, I think everybody knows, that the ultimate goal for me is to figure out a way to, to own a place that is kind of all-encompassing. I'm a song and dance man. Mm -hmm. You would, I like cooking food for people. I like... A modern Shoney's. <laughs> I've been described that. I have been described as a modern Shoney's, as just as a personality. That's true. Um, I'm more saying, when thinking, like, you sit back and you say... If I could open up a restaurant or if I could open up a place that was a restaurant but also did something else, what is the perfect combination? And part of you, when you go to a place like Red Robin, you think, this is this what you got to do? Do you have to have all the fun and games and this family environment and this really um, modern upscale decor, you know? Or is it better to go old school sludge style, sludge fuck it, and you sludge fuck those burgers to people? And as long as it's something catchy, like you have a gigantic fish bowl full of, or fish tank full of potato chips that are just soggy on the bottom, and people think it's funny. Yeah, they, they say, eat them all the time. Yeah, they say, man, the ones on the bottom hopefully don't get there when they're just soggy. And it's like, that sounds awful, but I guess it's why people think it's fun, because yeah. they got there and the fish tank was full. Lucky day. I don't, I don't understand, but it's same price it's you, you go to jack's you're gonna spend 40 bucks on a family burger pack you yep. go to red robin same you're never gonna get out of there just like you think that if you go three of us went to red robin the other day 53 dollars. of course yes <laughs> two people didn't eat i mean yeah. and, i don't know how now all had waters the next time you went it was everybody 12. ate and it was 12 i don't get the fucking math but there is none <laughs> it doesn't make sense same thing happens here so money's really not the object so what i I got to think what I really think, and I think it's been happening, and you've been seeing it, but it's almost as if it's happening in front of us. It's getting laid out. You know how people say, 
I didn't plan on getting into like Adam Carolla. I didn't plan on getting into podcasting. This just, thing didn't even exist. Yeah. I, you didn't know what it was 10 years ago at all. It didn't exist. So for me to say in seven years, I'll be making a living doing a podcast. You would never think that was even a thing. So sometimes, even though you're not looking for what you're going to be, but you are actively just working and knowing that you need something more or your goal isn't complete, you don't even know what your goal is. I think it's happening in front of me because this past week in the store, there's this guy that's from near where my hometown is, and he came in every day, multiple times a day for, for a part for a golf cart. One, it's not even his golf cart. Two, he has zero idea how to work on it. Yep. And so we just come in and be like, I think I need this. Is this what I need? And me and you are like, we have no idea, but we'll sell it to Here you. Here you go. Yeah. And it's electric. You can't return it. It's great yep. for us. And Thanks. we'll gladly do this. And he kept coming what, in. Yeah. And he kept, I need a micro switch for the accelerator. I need a solenoid. I need a diode. I need a, and he lives 40 miles away. And he just kept driving in. One at a time. One at a time. And eventually it got to the point where. He was going to come in and buy a controller and then come in and buy batteries. He's built a whole new cart, yeah. basically. But each time he's coming in, him and I are getting closer and closer because I'm like, ah, you're back again. What now? Did it work? No, it didn't work. And so even though I hate re like Casey's a lot better at um, getting to know people. I mean, we'll talk a little bit more later about a guy today we know a lot about. But um, this guy, I was starting to be like, so what? what's going on? Eventually, I felt obligated i've sold him eight thousand uh dollars -huh. in parts i felt obligated that i should ask him what's going on or what he does and he's like well the funny thing is i own the it was weird how it happened he said i own the bowling alley in newton i had just been there like two weeks for jonah's birthday party thing and i said yeah i know and i didn't really know until he said it but then all the faces and all my synapses in my head clicked and i was like oh shit i i do know that you own this that's awesome. Cool. I was just there. And so now he felt like him and I had this connection. So the next time we were, he'd come to the counter for another thousand dollars worth of parts the same day. Later in the day, though, I was like, by the way, not for nothing. Did that, does that make money? Because I'd been there and there's not that many people there. But, Some traffic, but not. And he's like, well, I got it shut down right now during the summer because it's too hot. I only open on weekends, which like, that's weird. But I was like, all right, but does it make money? He's like, well, put four kids through college. Now, you have to work it. You have to be there. It's a family-run business. I can't that. hire somebody to be there in order to make money. I have to run it. But that guy, it's like, that's the only thing I've ever done. In fact, I've just spent money to run things that weren't successful. Well, and yeah, like us coming from what we both came from, owner-operator mower guys. Yes. We never had the ambitions of being the guy sitting there. Even if we were, we'd still be working. Yeah. And well, then we'll, you've, you've seen the big companies I have. Right. And you realize they're not making much more money than we were. No, no, that's the thing. You Once you get to a certain extreme, well, that's like what we're talking about with the Red Rob. You, in order to have that kind of atmosphere and that kind of money, you have to have a, a million of these restaurants because the only way you'll turn a profit because each store isn't going to make that much profit. So, anyways, my thing was: is this a sign that this guy who's never been into our store all of a sudden starts showing up? multiple times a day and then in the end we find out that not only does he own a bowling alley that he's trying to get rid of this bowling alley could be exactly what i'm talking about with this jack's coffee it's the burger the, bowl this bowling alley is in the middle of a truck stop i mean they've basically it's kind of like 
You know how um, Walmarts will have that weird gas station that's in the middle of the parking lot? Uh-huh. That's what this bowling alley is. There's gas pumps from a place that is not even affiliated with all around it in a tiny little lot for this weird, weird, oddly colored, oddly shaped bowling alley. And inside, they got a grill. They got all this stuff. We can cook all our fun foods and have our crazy, weird Jack's Coffee Shop shitty burgers. I mean, but they're gigantic. and yeah. they're you know, they're covered in lobster meat on Wednesdays for some reason. We don't get it, but it's Just funny. lobster juice. <laughs> lobster juice burgers on Wednesdays. It's a really goofy thing they do. Whatever catchy thing that we do, we can do it there. By the way, bud, we put the show there. We do live shows there. We could do all this stuff and just run a fucking yeah. bowling alley. Rent it out. How great would it be? So if, what are we doing here still? I don't know. I have been staying up I, at night. Wondering. I purposely stayed out of that the other day watching you because I knew I figured it would Everything be. Everything in my head was turning. Like I know you were, dude. How how I, much I did? I looked this. at you and I said, "So we're getting a bowling alley," and that was kind of where I left it. You know that moment in the movie we bought a zoo. Yes. Every, where, well, which moment? <laughs> I remember every moment. But where Matt Damon, you know, he doesn't want a zoo. No, but. They're wandering around, and these are these animals. So that this the, isn't the Kevin James. Uh, all, <laughs> no, that's Zookeeper. Okay. Similar moment, though. Okay. <laughs> where uh, Matt Damon's wandering around with his daughter, and they see, like, a, a sick lemur or something, you know, laying there. And, and Matt Damon's kicking it because it, well, he doesn't duh. like animals. No. <laughs> get, get this dirty get mongoose yes. off, the, off the floor here. But the daughter reaches That's so cute. And he sees the kid with it. Moments. You Dude, seen your kid bowling this weekend. and When that guy told me he's got a bowling alley. I felt like Matt Damon's daughter right there. Because, one, I felt like he's kind of like my dad right now. Well, so, I mean, right now he's kind of... He comes in every... I think he's wanting to connect You have a better me. relationship with him. Yeah, that's very much so true. So, <laughs> this guy and I are very... If, as a father-son duo... Pretty close. We're very close. And I don't... He didn't outright say, here's the deal, you want to buy it. But I think the invitation was kind of there. I felt it. I thought he almost gave you the invitation to like run it with him and maybe just take it over. Dude, there was a jolt of electricity. It was obvious in in the store. No, it was storming outside and the power went out. There was out, a but... literal and figurative jolt of electricity <laughs> that was happening the moment he said, I've been looking to get out of it, but... I've only seen you get three boners in the time that I know you and watched them happen. Yeah. And that was the third one. I watched it roll up the side of your right side of your leg and then just flip around up top to the to the. It's got everything, dude, because the great thing about the bowling alley is, one, everybody that comes in there is coming in there to have a fucking great time. No matter what. Because yeah, you can't it, not. You can't go to a bowling Except alley. Except for Andy. Andy's coming in there for business. That's fine. And we got to have a serious lane. Yeah. I get you have it. business. You got business. business lanes. Yeah. But you're still... Andy, when that's over, the relief he feels after bowling a per another perfect game, another I, to be a part of that as an owner, that's something I feel like we'll put that 300 right there on well, Andy's be, plaque. Well, that you're going to be in every picture with whoever gets their 300 score. Oh, yes. You're going like, to be hugging them. Of course. And that's the great thing about you think that people that catch gigantic fish are the only people that get to hang their pictures on the wall. Nope. Uh-uh. You forget about bowlers. Yep. Bowlers will have pictures all over their fucking walls. For no That's, reason. No, zero reason. Bowl the 160. <laughs> Holding a bowling ball. It's the <laughs> best picture ever. So, dude, it got everything. You got these TVs that are hanging above the lanes where you get to play music I, videos, dude. I love you. Real Hanson, quick. I'm Umba, glad I'm not play. your... If I was your investor or your uh, like business manager, yes, I would be thrown for a loop because I just got... Everything I've ever done in my life has zero to do with bowling. Well, that I just got the the 
food truck for tacos you wanted done after I got done doing the the <laughs> serve yourself restaurant. And I mean, we're we're on the oh, as far as ideas, yeah, yeah, I know, but that's the problem. All of those great ideas I've had, the hunting jacket, come into this one. They all can happen here. here. That's because the hunting jacket is, could happen there. Yes, dude. I, I so many ideas started swirling in my head about what we could do at this place. Where I was thinking, they got this big nook where, right now, they just have this big long table, much like this one that goes back there where they'll do like the the birthday parties. Uh-huh. Dude, you blow out that table. You put one of those gigantic, um, you know, the projector dance, dance revolution. Yeah, projector things. We put a bunch of Xboxes hooked up to there. We have the first madden tournament i mean there's none of that shit that goes locally where you can have one of those projectors that end up splitting into four different screens uh-huh. and you can have however many 16 people or 12 people playing at a time however many that'd be awesome you charge people 25 bucks as an entry and then there's a 250 dollars prize for the winner which by you know if you get 50 people you're gonna be making good money selling beer and pizza the whole time Are you kidding and then we got bowling going on which if you go to play madden and you lose in the first round you're gonna bowl and we also have virtual bowling if you don't want to actually bowl, we'll have like yes, the weird one that you played in Vegas uh-huh. at four in the morning. Yeah, yeah, we'll have that one. It's everything of when I wanted to make a gigantic burrito and like who can I sell this thirty pound burrito to? Nobody. You can't just open a store to sell a thirty pound burrito. But if you have a place already and you have thirty pound burrito night, yes, you can family do family burritos. It. Family burritos. Is that a thing? A six foot family burrito? Or thirty foot? Is sorry. It? Is it? Yes, of course it is. It's happening. It's got to happen. It has to. And unfortunately, I, I can't go in with you because he. Well, and you buy a hundred cars, and you. <laughs> well, that you have to own it yourself, and I can't work for you. Or we have to that cut your family a, Or out. you have to be my family, or something. We have well, to get married. Be, well, that's pretty much already happening. That's true. I don't know how. What we have his, sex more than. I need to talk to him like seriously. We need to have a sit down. And I'm not going to bring it up to we don't have to. It's not in our contract. I don't know what contract you signed when we signed where we work at now. But we're selling parts out of that. Well, yeah. We're yeah, going to be a parts dealer, too, out of the bowling alley. In yeah, the back. flipping golf carts. We hire Scott and just to be on the phone. Terry. And he'll Terry come. to sell parts and flip golf carts outside in the parking lot. Yeah. Or on the roof. I don't know. To the guys filling up with gas. Bowling and golf cart emporium? Yes, of course. And pizza. 30 foot and burritos. burritos. <laughs> got everything. And more. This place has everything. Can we just call it Scrubs and Beyond? <laughs> of course. It's a perfect name. That's probably what they're doing. I don't know. I was just so excited. I mean, when that guy brought it up and then seeing the Jacksons, like, man, how do they make it? Then it's like, it all started clicking. Of course, dude. There's a shitty bowling alley waiting for me to run right now. And it's, it's a proven winner if you're willing to work it, which, by the way, is all I do, anyways. If I'm working 10 minutes closer to home at a place that my family would actually want to be, I get it. You don't want to drink your own profit. That's going to be the tough part. Yeah, your wife's going to put you in debt. Oh. <laughs> my wife's going to ruin me. She's going to be there bowling for free. That's you all she'll do. drinking and... <laughs> it's a family business. I got to be here. Get the fuck. Yeah, she'll have to stay at her job. It's just going to be me. Well, yeah, you got to make money. Dude, I get to... You turn it... I'm basically Cheers, man. I'm basically the guy Cheers. I'm Woody Allen. I have. Is he the guy that worked behind You're the bar? You're Ted. Ted Danson. Mm-hmm. Fine, I'm Ted Danson. I'll, I'm Becker. I'll take it. Yeah, you're Becker. I'm gonna be. What's her name? Dude. Oh, Christy Alley. No, the first one, the blonde one that nobody liked. <laughs> I forget her name, but I know what you're talking. I've only Sam. seen the first three episodes. Okay. So 
I know which one you're the one that Ted Danson tried Diane, to Diane, maybe he's Diane. Yeah, I don't know. Diane Strange. Yeah, Strange. I think that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, great show. I mean, if you ever seen Cheers, but Norm! dude, if you wandered in, and, you know, it's it's eight thirty a.m. and you're you haven't committed fully to my bowling alley yet, but you know I did. I pulled the trigger. I bought it. I'm here now. You come. Have you already in. bought it? Maybe. Yeah, I've already bought it. Okay. You come popping in to the Conrad's Lanes to get and, gas. Yeah, to get gas. And you say, I'll see what he's doing in there. And you walk in, and Oombop's playing, and I'm just scrubbing counters because I have my freaking apron on and that one weird towel you put over your shoulder that you never... I'm going full cheers to the oh, wardrobe. Yeah. Well, duh. Slacks, Birkenstocks, button-up shirt, rolled-up sleeves, apron, folded halfway down. Summertime, Jonah's back there cooking burgers. Yes. Bob's burgers. I'm turning into Bob. I'm everybody. I'm everybody I want. Man. It's a dream. Like when people if say, "If we just offer a delivery service out of this, you've got your world complete." We'll even do partial oh, delivery. Yeah. We do shift, shift, shift our house. We'll take or to our place. <laughs> we'll ship it wherever you want. <laughs> we become a notary. We do yeah. all that weird stuff that places do. <laughs> Outlet mall. <laughs> yeah, DMV driver's ed. Oh my god! It's Has got Scott an, teaching it's driver's got ed. Got an office. I mean, it's got an office. We can do all that out of the office. We just put a different sign up. Let's do it. We're buying a bowling alley. Why are why, why is we? my dreams now? It's like right now, all all it feels like you do is say, just put your head down and just keep doing it. Just grind away, grind and save what you can, and hope that nothing goes bad. And when it does, pay for it. Put your head down, work even harder, keep moving forward, keep putting it away. It'll all work out. But why do it in something that is so bad? breaking at times or so frustrating at times not that this wouldn't be in its own way but this is your and by the way bud if it doesn't work out bowling alleys only go up in value oh duh no i've never seen one <laughs> depreciate there's never been a time when no. a bowling alley when you bought it for a hundred thousand hasn't been more 10 percent more at, than at next least. year well and my whole thing is as all these other sports or because of technology start to go away i go see you know bowling is it stays it, it cannot be completely there's emulated. something so true about it yeah there's a there's a truth to bowling. this guy over in the corner shows me the passion that bowlers have oh and, and they need a place where they can go and be comfortable be themselves yes have clean balls oiled lanes you keep it og when it comes to the bowling 